You're listening to the Voicing Your Brand podcast, episode number seven. Welcome to Voicing Your Brand. I'm your host, Tammy Romani, and as a voiceover talent for more than 30 years, I've been a voice for many brands. But in today's digital marketing world, you've got to have your own voice for business. So now my mission is to help you learn how to use your voice for success by unlocking your authentic voice to tell your story and be heard. Are you ready? Welcome to the studio. Hey, my guest today is one of my favorite people, and I think she will be yours too. Her name is Katie Lee, and I know you know her voice because she is the voice of your childhood. Katie Lee is a popular and talented voiceover veteran. She's beloved as Connie Kendall in the world's longest-running international radio drama, Adventures in Odyssey. Other roles she's played include Baby Ralph in the Emmy Award-winning Jim Henson's Muppet Babies cartoon series, Honker Muddlefoot in Darkwing Duck, Sheila the Thief in Dungeons and Dragons, Richie in Richie Rich, Sunny Gummy of Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears, Alex in Totally Spies, and young Han Solo for Lego Star Wars, Padawan Menace, and many others. She also has decades of experience in every form of voiceover from toys to games to radio to e-learning, specializing in boys and girls' voices and many foreign accents. So, Katie, that, that's a big, a tall order that you fill right there. Oh, you're making me dizzy just listening <laughs> to all that. Wow. Hey, it's from your website, girl. It's, I know, and it's true. <laughs> if you live long enough, you have like a body of work, right? You do. You That's do. That's what I, I tell people every day. It's one job, one job, one job, and then all of a sudden you look back and like, whoa, I have a career. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. But, you know, take me back. You, you are now on the longest running audio drama ever. And I cannot believe the number of people when I, I just put out there on my Facebook page, oh, I'm interviewing Katie Lee today if you have any questions for her. And nobody did. But you know what they all said? Oh, my goodness. I started listening to Adventures in Odyssey <laughs> when I was a kid. And then my son grew up on it. And I'm thinking, Oh, Lord, are we pushing three generations of listeners Isn't that the awesomest, though? I mean, really, what, I mean, you always hope that what you do makes a difference. Yeah. You know, everything you do every day, you hope that it is a blessing somehow. And so to think that really, you know, I I meet people like that too, and it just carries on and people are sharing it. They probably don't have any questions because they've heard from me already. They're like, oh, we already know all about her, right? If they're true fans, they they think they know me. They call me Connie all the time. Mm -hmm. Face to face. (laughs) Sure. Sure. But that's okay. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome that they do that actually. Yeah. That must be so heartwarming for you to meet fans. I have the warmest heart, Tammy. (laughs) I have the warmest heart because of this. You know, what's the really most awesomest thing? Can I share something with you? Please. So cool is I meet young men. Not that I have a thing. I'm married. I'm very happy. But I meet these guys, and they're like from 20 to 35 or something like that, right? And I'll talk, and then they all get the same expression on their face, like, oh, and then they like, like get all flustered, and they'll turn around, and they'll, they'll laugh, and then they'll say, can I give you a hug? 
which is amazing, oh, right? Amazing. Like, I don't look anything like I'm sure what they imagine, but it's just so, you know, I don't know, it does something to them. And they're so sweet. Then they give me hugs because they're, I don't know, it's just some kind of weird emotion. I wish I could, like, be like Alan Funt and walk around with a camera. For those of you who never, don't know who Alan Funt is, what's the name of his show? Candid oh Camera. God. Yes. And just, like, take pictures of people because, you know, nobody sees you. They just hear you. So when they right. meet you face-to-face, -face, it's, like, really messes with their heads. Yeah, I bet. I'll bet. So take me back to whatever year that was that Adventures in Odyssey oh, we started. started. You were all, already, obviously, in the world of voiceover before that. How did you find your voice. I, I first want to start out with, you do have a voice that sounds a bit childlike, which lends <laughs> you to do yeah. young child voices and character voices and so on. Mm -hmm. I have women come to me who want me to coach them out of that kind of a voice. And what I tell them is, it's not about how your voice sounds. It's about the confidence that you exude. So that's really true. That's really true because what I've really been working on is confidence for myself. Mm. Um, that's, that's something maybe a lot of people, probably a lot of women, struggle with to feel confident, to know that you're just okay, you're enough the way you are, we all have stuff we can share and, and just come from your point of view because especially nowadays in voiceover, all you hear is just be yourself. There's only one you. Be you. They're only going to pick one person. So you might as well represent yourself as best as you can. Right, right. And, right? and I mean, that's so true. Because you're the coach of all coaches. So I defer to you. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I coach entrepreneurs. You coach other voice actors. And that, you know, that's a skill well, beyond. Let me add, add to something, though. Just because you sound young. Because I do coach people. I kind of yes. have a heart for women who are, you know, kind of sound like I do. Um, sometimes they'll say, well, you sound young. You should, you know, play a kid. But a, a lot of the women I've found don't even, can't relate to the child inside of them. They can't think like a kid. They don't hang around kids. So even if you talk like this, but if you have no way of knowing what a kid actually sounds like and you just read a line, you're not going to have that same kind of read that, you know, you're just going to read it thinking, I sound like a kid talking this way. But, you know, if you're going to play a character, You've got to get into that character, and it's more about thinking, connecting your head to your heart with the character than just having a voice. You know, Jess Harnell, who also works on Odyssey, he always says, voice acting, little v, big A. Yes, that's where the acting chops come right. in. And yes. that's why when I work with women in business who sound or have a bit of a young-sounding voice, and they feel like they're not being heard, mm -hmm. and it's really about confidence. You know, you, you can bring your tone down a little bit with some exercises, but your anatomy and the way you are made is the way you are. So a lot of people, I think, have allowed themselves to, because they've been told, oh, you sound like a child, therefore you, your opinion is not valid or your voice is not heard, they put that on themselves. Where well, I know exactly. I know confidence. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Mm -hmm. 
but I know exactly how they feel because I'm very self-conscious in front of people. And I, I see it when I see myself played back because, you know, you some people grow, you know, you get made fun of, mm-hmm. you get put down. Mm-hmm. You get ignored. I know when I was in Girl Scouts, even I didn't know what I sounded like till I turned 18. I really, I had no idea. And then people went, uh, you know, you don't really sound grown up. Like, I don't? Oh, okay. But when I was in, in Girl Scouts, even, until I was, you know, had to give announcements at the meeting and no one would listen to me. Or I'd raise my voice and it just became more ether noise. And you know, I didn't, and, and and you get frustrated, and I think you kind of program yourself to think that nobody's going to listen to you. Yeah. You gotta, I mean, I don't know if you've thought of that coaching people, because I know I, I would want you to feed that back to me, because we think we're not, you know, good enough or worthy enough or don't have a strong enough message or or just assume that people are going to blow us off. When, right. And right. it's kind of lousy. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. So you flipped the script on that though, (laughs) by becoming a character actress. And I'm wondering how did that come about for you? Well, that's really uh, interesting because I did, I went to college and I got a degree in broadcasting and my broadcasting professor actually told me I would never have a job in broadcasting if I didn't learn how to speak differently. If I didn't have the voice of an announcer and change my voice when I talked, then I, no one would take me seriously. And, you know, and, uh, and that didn't feel like me, but, but you um, would have to work to change your voice. Well, I, I do. Good. I mean, I can, it's possible do it. to do, but I, to yes. sustain it, it's, it's tough. And I probably can in another life when my <laughs> psychology changes, but <laughs> Um, yeah, I can do it for work. But, you know, after I graduated, I had done a little bit of work in, in uh, San Francisco and, and everybody up there said, well, you know what, if you want to work uh, in voiceover, you need to do animation because that's what you sound like mm. and go to LA. And so I did. And I said, oh, I'll give it a couple of years. And, and you know what, I was so blessed. I came down at the right time and, and they needed voices like mine at that time. And so I, I got a job at Hanna-Barbera is my first job, really, uh, basically, first down here, first union job. And um, I sent a picture to my professor. I said, look, I'm working in front of a microphone. And this is what I'm doing. And bless his heart, he took that picture. He added a paragraph in the next edition of his textbook because he had written our textbook and oh my. put me in there saying you can do character voices too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so at the time, that was your only option. Yeah. Is that how you felt? Yeah, I, I guess so. And I, but, but it's not only that. I mean, my personality, I like what I do. I like yeah. being a character. I, I did work for a amazing radio producer i don't know if you knew him because everybody tammy was at focus on the family before i was so she's you know she's been in this business at least as long as i have um and chuck blore was a radio producer in hollywood it's just amazing guy and i would work for him and he liked my voice but i wasn't used to liking my voice i liked what i could right. do with my voice mm-hmm I really didn't, couldn't say I liked my voice. I do you like your I voice do. now? 
Or are you still in that, head, really. in that head space where you don't feel heard when you are just Katie rather um, than being a character? Yeah, I mean, I'm pushing 60 now, so I'm a level a little more yeah, authority at this us. point yeah. in my life. But Who cares? Well, when, when you get to be our age, you're like, yep, yeah, don't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, part of it is not caring, but no, I, when I hear myself, I think... Katie, get it together. So when I'm gonna when I schedule my appointment with this is terrible, right? This is an yeah. honest interview. I'm being no, honest. I, and and I think that there are a lot of women out there who sound like you in their daily life. Um, they don't feel heard. They they can't get ahead at work because of it's not just within ourselves. There is that pervading idea that hey, if you don't fix your voice, you're not going to get ahead in life and yes there are things you can do there are exercises you can do to give you a fuller sound a little bit different tone and it takes a lot of work it's possible but it also is really about understanding who you are that oh. you're just fine the way you were made and and it is all i will listen to someone with a voice that sounds childlike who exudes confidence mm -hmm. over someone who has this standoffish, oh, I, I won't be heard because of my voice attitude. Well, so that's it's, exactly it's right. No, especially this last year, I've been studying. I've been learning boundaries and, you know, figuring out what I like. I think part mm -hmm. of not just having this voice, but just my own background and, you know, uh, I like I like helping people, so I tend to just take orders, which is why I love being directed. Sure, I can do what people tell me to do. But I'm starting to think, ask myself, what do I want? Mm -hmm. How can I, you know, understanding um, myself as a person and being able to express in a clear, detached way, you know, what's okay, what's not okay, what I expect from people and, you know, expressing myself without, you know, in a much more mature way. And I think that is more important because people will listen and it doesn't even matter. I mean, I think, Tammy, it's funny. I don't know if it's funny, but the <laughs> it doesn't matter if people listen because if I realize when I'm in control of, I can say yes or no to stuff in my life, mm. whether or not they agree or not. You know, yes. and I think that's the most empowering thing is to be able to walk away or say, no, that's not, that's not going to work for me. And I, you know, I negotiate a lot of stuff in business myself because I am like you, an entrepreneur. I work from home a lot in my studio. I, it's easier sometimes when you're sending an email than actually talking to somebody uh, to, to make your boundaries clear. But, you know, I ask for things. I, I know what I know. And so when you're talking about what you know or what you think, you know, is a good idea, that confidence comes across. And I don't think the quality of your voice has anything to do with it at that point because I'm telling you, you know, this doesn't sound like the way we speak here in America. And I really think you should change your script. You can do what you want or, you know, you can leave it that way or I can help you change it. But if I talk to you that way, you're, not, you're listening to what I'm telling you because that's more important. Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you know this, but your tone actually dropped, changed. right? Mm -hmm. yeah, your tone dropped. So if a lot of it is a mind game and about just 
being able to put forth the authority, I, I sat across the table at lunch from a gal who said, you know, I want to teach people about nutrition. I have this calling. I want to help people with how they eat, but no one will listen to me because my voice is very childlike. And I really didn't even notice that about her voice, but she had always been told that like you had. And you know, so I'm, I'm working with her now a little bit, but I, I really feel like it's a confidence thing. If you know you know your stuff, you know you're brilliant, you know you have the authority, then you will project that confidence and that's what people hear. Right. So I think, you know, when you're talking about public speaking, and I've talked to you about public speaking, mm -hmm. the more I know what my message is, I think the less you know, you just, you know what you're saying. If you're, if you're unsure of what your message is, if you expect people to react negatively, uh, you're going to speak differently. And so I yeah. think it's, it's really important to, for all of us to know that we have a message and we can deliver it. And if people don't like it, that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Maybe I should just teach confidence. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> speaking, you know, you know that would be interesting. Just come at you know as you're coaching, take it from a different angle. Just say, yeah. tell me about something you really know about, and, yeah, and record them and see how they sound. Because mm -hmm. I know in our voiceover world, we're supposed to record ourselves like this conversation I'm having with you, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna hear it back and then say, oh, that's how I really talk. Because everybody says, no, you're supposed to sound like yourself. You're supposed to sound conversational. But when you actually read a script, I'm probably reading it a little bit differently, giving it attitude, not really being myself. Mm -hmm. so I need to hear myself talk um, like this conversation or if it's something that I have more confidence. And then, and then I think your clients can hear, oh, I do. I modulate myself mm -hmm. depending on the situation. And I think yeah. that's a really good tool. Ask them something that they really know something about. Maybe not what they're selling because then they're coming from a position of, you know, trying right. to persuade somebody. But if you say, hey, do you know how to make guacamole? And they're like, yeah, I'm on it. I know how to do this. You know, they would probably change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really good insight. I'm definitely stealing that. Where work is, is a this is life. Life is a collaboration, isn't it? It sure is. It sure is. <laughs> so I want to tell you all that Katie and I randomly sat next to each other on an airplane about a year and a half <laughs> and ago. We were, Tammy saved my butt. It was the funniest thing because we were both going to the same voiceover conference. And you totally uh, on the East didn't Coast. Want to we were talk. both leaving from the LA area. And we didn't realize that we were on the same plane until we were at the airport. And I think I was texting you or messaging you saying, when are you getting there? And you're like, I'm at the airport now. And I'm like, oh, so am I. And we realized we were like sitting in the same waiting room. And so we, we quickly arranged so that we could sit by each other. And you were nervous because after the conference, you were going to speak to a group and you were going to tell your story. And you were and, tired and didn't want to talk, and I made you. I don't remember that part, <laughs> but I do remember talking to you energized me, so there's that. But I love that we discovered that your life has been a series of divine appointments. Divine appointments. And that was kind of the theme that we decided that 
your talk was, I don't think I ever followed up with you. How did you feel about that talk? That you I did? felt awesome. I really feel like that's the template for, you know, what I want to share with people. Um, it, it just put everything together. Yeah. Having that, that hook. How does this, this is a divine appointment. This is a, just having that theme. I mean, I cannot thank you enough. Oh. I mean, well, really, ladies and gentlemen, whoever's listening, I seriously, I handed her my computer, piece of paper, my computer. I said, please read this. Tell me what you think. Fix it. And you know what? She really was so sweet because Tammy, I'm sure we were on like a five hour flight. She's <laughs> like, I don't want to do this. But she did. And, and her insight meant the world to me. She, it was so helpful because it gave me something to come back to. What am I talking about? Because you can talk about your whole life, but when you have a theme, you know, you can tie it all together. It just keeps you focused. And that really helped. And my talk was great. I mean, it, it wasn't a huge audience, but I felt really, I had that confidence. To oh, that's so hear. good to hear. So. That's so good to hear. And that's what hindsight gives us, right? You maybe didn't see it, that, but what I saw was this pattern emerging in your story. Mm -hmm. And just to be able to uncover that with you was so amazing for me as an experience. Is like, how many of us, it, it actually caused me to look back at my own life mm. and look at those times when I connected with someone that could only be what you would call a divine appointment. You know, like, how did that even happen in my life? You know, I, and, and you just look back and I would encourage you all to do this exercise like Katie did where she started writing her story. I used to call it connecting the dots. But. Connecting the dots. Well, same thing. Look back at your story, your history in business, your history as an entrepreneur, or just your life and people that you've met who've made a difference for you and go back to, wow, if I hadn't met that person, this would not have happened. Mm -hmm. And then I met, through that experience, I met this person and then that happened for me. And it's really it's very remarkable. You know what's the, the best thing about it is I think that's why I wake up every morning excited to see what's going to happen because I never know who's going to come around the corner, who I'm going to meet, how this, how, you know, you just don't know or you, what that. email you're going to get. You know, it, it's every day is full of surprises and, yeah. and one thing leads to another. And to me, that's like the... It's it's almost like Benjamin Button in a way, but not really. Let me see what I'm trying to say. Like you're unraveling the mystery of your life in in, but not in reverse. In real time. Going forward, it's kind. Of, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I love that attitude. I mean, not not everybody wakes up with that attitude. Hey, let's see what's going to happen to me today. Well, you just Most don't people are know. like, oh no, what's going to happen to me today? No, you know, it's, I like people. I guess that's a big part of it. Yeah. Even the ones that are, you know, we all learn because even when I have a negative reaction to somebody, I have to sit back and think, okay, how can I deal with this better? Why are they bugging me? What, you know, what can I change? What can I change? You know, it's all learning. Yeah. Oh, life is all about learning every day. Um, yeah. 
you know, yeah. and it's just especially in, you know, in my job, like there's people all over the world. I mean, we knew this. The world is popular. <laughs> That's not a surprise. But, <laughs> but you know, I wonder who, how am I going to meet them? You know, like you can, nowadays you can meet anybody. And that's awesome. I think, you know, there's nothing to stop you from meeting anybody. Right. Would you consider yourself an extrovert? Do you go up and meet people? Yeah, I go yeah. up and meet people, but I don't know if I'm an extrovert. I don't know. Because that's just one person. That's not like I get up in front of Dodger Stadium and make a big announcement. <laughs> that's different. I don't know what the definition of extrovert is, but yeah, I don't mind. I like, I like talking to people. I mean, yeah. I would talk to myself anyway. <laughs> so it's nice to have another person there. <laughs> no, I, I do. I like people. I like to, um, not like all the time. I don't know if I, you know, I think we all have our ups and downs, you know. Sometimes you're energized and you're, you get so energized you're just wiped out. Like, oh, okay, I need, a, I need some quiet time now. So I remember, well, I mean, like at work, if I'm working or I go to the studio and you're on and you're performing, when I come home, I know my brother came in the house the other day and he goes, why don't you have music on? Why is it so quiet? And I think that's kind of because of our work, because after a while of hearing, listening so much, you, you know, it's quiet. Or I can't play, like people can play music when they're working, like if I'm filling out Christmas cards, but I can't have music in the background when I'm recording yeah. on my normal day. I'm trying to do more of that. But I think, you know, even when I, before my last job I had was answering phones. And when I came home, the last thing I want to do is answer my own phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't think any of us have an ending peopleness. Yeah. So you have been an entrepreneur for decades now. I guess so. And yeah. really, you've raised your family. You have, you've done it. I did it. Yeah, that, that's a big accomplishment. What I, I know now, we, we are talking about acting, even okay. though it's voice acting. Every actor, even know, though, even though, especially though, okay, right? Thank you. Yeah, come on, animation is life, right? Come on. All right. I feel like everyone in the acting space also does something else, mm. and it, it keeps us grounded, it, it keeps us focused, and it gives us, you know, a bit of an income when we don't have other things. So have you done that over the years where you've uh, had different jobs come in? And I mean, have you been the typical waitress actress or have no, you? No, I've never been a waitress. Oh my goodness. I would be horrible. I like to cook, <laughs> but no. But not in no, a restaurant. I've never, no, honestly, since 1982, I think, um, well, that last job, I never had a nine to five job after that but wow. i will say that there was a time in my life when i became a single parent mm. and i needed to bring in more money or just change my hours because i had really long hours 
And, and it was a time when the business was changing, really changing. Um, so we were, you know, I'm sure people have heard this. Before the year 2000, we had the best kept secret job in the whole stinking world. Absolutely. And we could work part-time and make a full-time income. That was mm -hmm. the truth. Mm -hmm. And then after around 2000, stuff changed. And I mean, we, we work probably four times as much as we ever did and maybe make, maybe to make that amount, maybe half of what, you know, it just isn't the same. So when I was single and I had three kids, I did get a, um, I passed the CBEST and became a substitute teacher. Okay. I did that for a while. Um, which was nice because I was on the same hours as my kids. And I liked being out of the house, actually, and hanging around kids. Schools, I mean, if you're going to have a job, might as well be, you know, blowing a whistle on a playground or something. Like, it's more fun. Um, and then it was, like, good information because I could hear what everybody was talking about, what are the new words, what do kids really sound like, you know, and use that in my voiceover world. Oh, that's kind of brilliant, actually. Research. Yeah. It's great. And I would, for fun, if they were good, when I was doing elementary school, I only do high school now. I still do it sometimes because it's just great. I live by the most awesomest high school with a view of the ocean. So oh. it's really neat to go. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going there for a day. And, you know, truth be told, usually they don't have the subs do anything in high school. So I can multitask and do stuff on my computer while I sit there or help them if they need it. But Anyway, I've lost my train of thought. Go to high school. I did that. Oh, so if they were good, the end of the day, up like up through in the elementary school, we'd sit down on the floor. I'd say, I'll imitate your voice. So you say something and I'll call. Because I'm a really pretty good mimic. I don't do like impersonations of famous people, but I do mm -hmm. impersonations of real kids. And I do voice matching and stuff like that. Oh, wow. For work. So that they would trip out on that. That would be fun. Did you ever read stories to them and create characters? Oh, yeah, all the time. Especially, well, yeah, even in high school because they get bored. So if we're reading yeah. social studies out loud, I'll just, I'll just put on my reporter voice and say, and now at the, the USSR back in night, and they're like, what the heck? About <laughs> this lady's crazy. <laughs> and I remember once in elementary school, I was reading a story, doing my best. Because, you know, you can't help it. You can't read without creating characters. And this one little boy raises his hand. He goes, what happened to your voice? <laughs> Why? Why? Doesn't your teacher read like that? No. Well, too bad. <laughs> now, when their teacher came back, they said, yeah. well, our substitute. Yeah, she sounded She made different voices for all the characters. Now what will you do? Right. So I did that. And then... Um, there's, you know, we do have more and more ups and downs now, although I'm thankful uh, that things have been picking up this year. It's been really nice. I've had a good year, but I'm also uh, licensed to do life insurance and securities, uh, savings, go. investments, which I, when I learned about it, I like the idea of having another source of income, obviously, and the possibility, you know, of residual income but also i was passionate about the message of mm -hmm. you know and helping people this, yeah the company that i work with and especially individuals because i mean everybody these days is working part-time or two part-time jobs because nobody wants to hire them full-time so they're not saving for retirement they don't have insurance and 
you know, we help people get out of debt. We do good things. So, you know, I'm not going to make this a commercial for that, <laughs> but I, I do feel like, you know, I meet people at Comic-Cons. I meet artists. I meet people who are struggling trying to do their art. And I know they could use a little financial coaching because because I teach in high school, I know what isn't being taught. Right. So, you know, and my life is about, you know, not just acting, but learning too. I do like it. So a lot of my jobs are e-learning, they're apps, they're teaching, they're educational stuff. So that's kind of where my my heart is like characters and teaching and they intersect. And that's kind of, I guess, my how my life works. And I'm really happy about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love this. I love this. That makes sense? Yes, it does. And it's so nice to talk to someone who really has found their sweet spot. Because I think some people really search for a long time. Who do I serve? Right. You know. I tried Avon and I bought, I spent all my profits. So that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never. It was like. It was, lights up. If I remember to pull it out, it it's good for a day. Like, why did I need this? I don't know. <laughs> It's like in high school when I worked at the clothing store at the mall. Like uh -huh. every every paycheck just went right back to them. Yeah. Well, that's okay if you're in high school. But if you're trying <laughs> to support a family, no. No. That, no. That's not so good. So, yeah. I, I mean, I do a lot of different things, honestly. Yeah. So, I'm a substitute teacher. I'm, I, I have a insurance and investment business and what else do I do I do some something else too I can't even think about I can't remember voiceover I don't know whatever yeah. you know I think that's a sign of our times as well like you said uh, a lot of companies aren't hiring people full-time yeah. then they don't have to pay health care and all these other things so and so much of really our work stuck. is non-union that's the yeah. deal yeah, you know, when yeah. it's union, it's great. When it's non-union, there's such a range of pay scales. And mm -hmm. so right now I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, make sure that I feel good about, you know, whatever I get paid for something. Yeah. And navigating yeah. I, that. So I feel like this is every industry. Mm -hmm. It's not just acting and it's it's just not. Because I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing it in the construction industry with my husband's business. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm seeing it. I talked to someone the other day who does lighting, and he said that he did a, a big awards show like the MTV Music Awards, and he said the budget from three years ago to now for that entire show but it was, was less than half. Yeah, yeah, less than half. And he goes, and we still need the same people. Right. So. That's that's the thing. Everybody's hiring somebody, you know, and we're reaching an age. I really think it is important to have something that you can do on your own that you're you can go out a spare tire, if you will, mm -hmm. you know. And I know you have one too. Plan B, Plan B, yeah, right? A Plan yeah. B because yeah. you can't rely on on other people to hire you necessarily. I mean, you hope you can, but you're always scrambling. To you know, our life is auditioning or in you know or interviewing or knocking on doors. It's all about finding the work. Yeah, Once you yeah. get it. That's a small part of the time. Well, let's talk about that about finding the work because so many people that listen to this. I mean, my podcast is called Voicing Your Brand. So Voicing they, your brand. Okay. They are 
their own brand. They are entrepreneurs. They are needing to find their own work. And now that is whether you are a coach or a consultant, mm -hmm. whether you are an actor, a voice oh, actor. Oh, yeah, a coach. I started coaching. That was my other <laughs> There you go. You're also a coach. Yes. So what we do is put ourselves out to the world and try and find customers, right? So with social media, there's all this push to learn how to do social media because our buyers, so-called buyers are, are there. And right. yes, that's something that I help people with as well. Um, how do you reach out to people to find your, your customers, your customer base, no matter which part of your business you are doing? I think so many of us um, listening are in that space where, okay, do we do email lists? Do we do, do we just talk to people? Do we call people? Do we mm -hmm. message them on social media? There's such a combination of, of possibilities. What's your favorite way to reach out to someone else to get some work? Well, you know, I, I can't come from the position of just starting in a business because I've been doing this for too long. Mm -hmm. on you know but my best way is referral you know to oh, have yeah. somebody you know who knows my work refer me to somebody else that's your ultimate way um but i'm learning how to use linkedin what i've learned from i mean i go to a lot of conferences now i'm really open to learning I'm, i don't want to be stuck in my ways you can call whatever you do it has to be making friends whether it's sending, you know, a LinkedIn message, meeting somebody at a party, you have to be a good friend. I really mm -hmm. think it boils down. You have to be somebody people like and trust and want to know better and care about people. So the methods that you use are the secondary, I think, to your intentions. Mm, um, intention. That's you know, people know if they ask me about a voiceover job, for instance, and I hear it and I think, mm, I could do, I could maybe do this, but I know someone who's better. I'll always say, can I refer you to somebody? You mm -hmm. know, let me give you some other people. I'll do it, but I really think this is probably better for so-and-so. I love casting. I love helping other people find jobs because I've, I've worked with so many people. I know what they sound like and I know who's, you know, who can do it. And that's such a thrill uh, to help somebody else be successful. And I think if you have that mindset and trust the process that as you help other people, you in turn will be helped. Um, I really think that's uh the modus operandi, did I say that right? Um, I believe so. Uh, you know, of living. Okay, yeah. so that being said, in my life insurance and investment business, I talk to strangers. Um, wow. I do, I do. That's, that's hard, but I already know how to talk to strangers. You know, I might not be the best at it, but I don't have any problem just making a friend and then asking them if they're interested. In, in that sort of thing. And by the same, you know, so when it comes to, you know, voiceover stuff, I've knocked on doors. I mean, heck, that's how I got my job at Focus 33 years ago. I heard them on the radio and drove my car, found a phone book, found the address, 
knocked on the door and said, who the heck is doing radio drama around here? Because I want to be a part of it. So Did you really? I, that's how I, yeah. And uh, I started doing their, they let me do, they recorded their magazine on tape. Do you remember? I used to do the magazine on tape. Well, I did. They asked me to do that, the best Christmas pageant ever, you know, mm -hmm, that story. Mm -hmm. That was. <clears throat> I remember that. And so I got to know the people. And so they've actually, I mean, it's so, such an incredible blessing. I don't think that was in my story you read, but then, then they wrote that part of Connie for me. They did. Which and is now what? here it is. How many years? Thirty-one years later. Thirty-one years that you've played that same character. So who can plan that? I mean, that's why I'm saying you can't. You. So I didn't go over there and say, "Well, I did." I said, "I want to work with you," but I knew <laughs> I had something to offer. You know, and and I think that's mainly it. You know, I. I, I, I would like to, but if they had said, you know what, we can't use you, we're really looking for something else, I'd say, wait, let me find some other people then who I can yes. help you with. Because I do have that attitude. Mm -hmm. So I think you're a you connector. Know, you are a connector I, of people. Yeah, that's yeah. what my, my friend tells me. So, mm -hmm. you know, even with, um, I, it's good to have friends. Even when I started substitute teaching and I didn't know what I was doing and I was so nervous. And I went to the office to apply because you got to get on a Got to get on roster. that list. And the girl behind the counter was my neighbor. She lived around the block from me. I recognized her. So that made me feel so comfortable. So I think you have to get out and meet people. You can't yeah. hide in your little space and hope that there's a guy in our <laughs> Primerica business who says you can't just sit in your barca lounger and wait for people to show up. And no, you can't. Business. In any business. I don't care what right. you are doing. Okay, so let's make the leap to social media. You told me you're trying to learn how to use Instagram, Instagram so, yeah, better. So I'm always taking – there's so many free things you can mm -hmm. listen to. You don't have to pay for everything. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yesterday was an Instagram seminar, so I have to learn how to smile three different ways and take my <laughs> own picture. But you know what? It's You always learn, no matter what, no matter where yeah. I go. I, I'm always open to uh, always get some golden nugget. Yeah. So I was using Facebook. Chris Anthony and I are working on a pot. We want to do a YouTube channel. I think that's better than Instagram for us. I'm not sure, but we're working on that. So we have to create an opening. But we wanted to yeah. do something. We, we want to go talk to people. We've been in this um, business about, you know, maybe she's even done it longer than I have. And, mm -hmm. and we want to connect with people, our fans from Odyssey, people interested in voiceover we want to go do public appearances so now we're giving away our whole game plan right i hope she won't kill me but that's okay but you know in this day and age with social media i find that those invitations to do public appearances often come because someone saw you yeah on, they have to see us so on facebook live on right. instagram stories or something where you are hey they they tell their story they're very engaging it would be fun to do a podcast together with the three of us I oh think. totally we're we, we have to do that so much fun so that's what our our goal is to see you know and and what happens nowadays it, it costs you time yeah it doesn't cost that much money you know it'll cost some money maybe 
but not that much. And, and I think you've got to be open to exploring everything and see what works for you. So mm-hmm. we decided, okay, we're going to try this. So yeah. we couldn't just jump right into it because all the advice we got was you got to set it up right. We're like, oh, we just want to do it. But You know what? Um, I will speak to that. I have spent five years trying to get things right. And what I'm learning and hearing from the best coaches is just start. Just Just do do it it. and do it messy and refine it as you go. Yeah, I think that's that's probably a good advice. We need to do it. I think I had had a cold for three weeks. I still have a little residual. So I wasn't really in the mood for doing anything the past few weeks. But... Yeah, I got to talk to her. We're going to go over to her kitchen and we've got it. We have a format. We did come up with that. So that's awesome. good. And we're and we're so excited because I think it will be fun. So we'll we'll try it. What do we have to lose, right? I mean, and that's what you have to ask yourself. You'll have a blast doing it. You'll entertain people. Maybe someone will reach out to you for coaching yeah. because they want to get in. I, you know, actually, I, I may be referring someone to you soon because I had someone reach out to me about character voices, and oh. I'm like, ah, I'm not your person. No, yeah, I'm doing a workshop on the eighth. If they live in, if they live, no, locally. they don't. They live no. back east, but uh, definitely okay. will pass along your information to yeah. them. So, Katie, how can people follow along with you? On, you know, I, your website is. Tell me your website. Is okay. or voiceofyourchildhood.com. Okay. Way. KatieLee.com. And uh, how else? On Instagram. Um, how I did get her Instagram up I and posted, running. I Support did, her I, by I, watching. I, I didn't think I did it right, but I did the most amazing parallel parking job. That, uh, uh, my, I my saw daughter. that. It, it was Awesome. So I thought I have to take a picture of this. So it, on Instagram. Was it at the beach or Beverly Hills no, or somewhere it was crazy? Beverly where, Hills. Okay. Beverly Hills. I was going to say there are places in California where it's nearly impossible to do. So that's a big thing. I totally rocked it. I figured I can, I can, you know, I have two superpowers and one is packing and one is parking, parallel parking. So those are my two superpowers in case you're wondering. Oh, I well, wonder you know, what Katie's superpowers are. Both things that people need to learn how to do better. <laughs> <laughs> you can teach that. So Instagram is Katie Lee V O. Oh, it's L E I G H. Yeah. Katie Lee L E I G H. Okay. And um, Katie Lee V O. V O. Okay. I'll put I'll put all of this in the show notes. Oh, too, okay. So and then I have a Twitter. Thing too, I think it's the thing. same thing. Katie Levio. Yeah. It's good to keep it the same everywhere if you can. Well, that's what I learned. So you're right, Tammy. I started mm-hmm. just like, like, a, like a like a machine gun was filled with spaghetti, and I've <laughs> uh, gotten a little more educa- educated. So like, I try to have the same picture everywhere, right? So for consistency, and I and I have like. 100, 200 more business cards left. But today I thought, no, I started designing a new business card with the same picture. So I'm learning, you know, sometimes you just can't, you know, go into that depression mentality. Well, I haven't used them all yet. I can't do something new because, you know, after five years, it might be time to. Yeah. And, And it's overwhelming all the choices out there for social media, isn't it? So oh, I love that you yeah, are and so they say Instagram. they say pick two, right? Pick two, pick two that mm-hmm. you like. So I have the Facebook thing, 
that I've already been doing, but I can see how if I can master the Instagram and the mm -hmm. LinkedIn, those are probably, because I know a lot of voiceover people and there are techniques, there's a way to find people. And, and apparently you can do the same thing with Instagram, look up companies and businesses that I way. I just noticed the other day that Instagram now lets you go live video, like it's Facebook. What? Yeah, yeah. I so, need to do more on Instagram because right. I, you know, I do my daughter, my daughter Crazy. has a nonprofit. And she did not intend to create an audience, but because of what she does, she has mm -hmm. 35,000 followers on Instagram. Wow. And she's a photographer, so I can see how that, she doesn't even have a Facebook page, but she gets that. For me, it was a little weird, like, I don't want to take my own picture, That, but I know that it's important because if I'm going to sell myself, people have to know me. They have and to so, know, like, and trust you, which know, is what like, you said earlier. Yeah, so just because I have all these credits, as far as they know, I could be in a you know a wheelchair without unable to speak these days. So I gotta let them know I'm still alive and kicking, right? Do you remember the days when we were told to not put our well, yes, and on our voiceover website? That it's hard to get over that mental hurdle because yes, we were told that would be a detriment to I our mean, careers. I mean, for me. So they wouldn't see I was an adult because I did kid voices mm -hmm. for don't so they don't show your age all that but but everything's changed now everything's and there's changed. like there's all this honesty and advertising I mean like what anyway so but but you know what I think people appreciate people for who they are now where before yeah. it was this big mystery like you'd walk around like pig pen covered in a blanket of i don't want you to see my face and exactly and it I isn't don't. like that but you're right we would have our our reel to reels our demos mm -hmm. we were on these still tape. have mine didn't want to put my picture on the cover so it's it's now look 30 years later i have to say oh it's okay I have, and now, goodness gracious, yeah. I didn't want to show myself when I was 24. Now I want to show myself. <laughs> now what? I'm pushing 60 and I have to put my right? face out there. Oh, I, I feel you because I've been on this journey too. And I, it's, it's a hard mindset to get over. Yeah, because you, but. You know, what? wow, I've, I've been talking by myself in a padded room for 30 years. And now you want to put my face out there yeah, on camera. Have I have to face. talk to people. You have a great yeah. face. Yeah. Oh, well, so do you, darling. I <laughs> screenshot for, yeah, you know, so I think that we have to be open. We have to be flexible. I mean, that's one of my yeah. messages I do if I get a chance to do public speaking, which I feel I've told you is something I'm being called to do, and I haven't quite figured out who or what yet, but, but I do have 30 years of saying, okay, how am I still relevant? Because I still make friends. I'm not stuck in this, you know, make new friends, but keep the old. They taught us in Girl Scouts. I really believe in Girl Scouts. Anyway, you know, meet new people. Don't be afraid to learn. Don't be afraid to say, I don't know this. And don't be like the people who go, oh, I'm too old to learn. Because that, you're, you're just writing your own death sentence. I mean, if you really want to retire and, you know, rent a, a RV and travel around the world and never work again, then fine, go do that. But don't complain that things yeah. have changed. You have to change with them. Exactly. Exactly. I love that word. It's you have to reinvent yourself along the way to have any yes. kind of longevity in your industry. 
I think that's, you know, well, and, and even though I still do the same things, I can now, and it's not exactly reinventing myself, but maybe it's rebranding if we want to finish this conconversation sure. based on the theme of the podcast. Mm. Now I'm the person with 30 years experience doing this thing. Right. You know, I'm not just trying to, I can, I can, you know, I have connections, I have experience, I have credits, and I can still deliver the goods. So and that's as, a different message is I'm just starting out, mm -hmm. you know, but I can do these limited things. I have, I can rebrand myself as an expert. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how would you do that as the voice of your Call childhood? Tammy Romani. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Tammy. <laughs> I need some help. Need some help. Yeah, um, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. But, um, you know, you are yep. the voice of people's childhood. Well, I can't be shy anymore. We can't have that humility, that embarrassment of, well, right. I don't want to brag about myself. You got to see it differently and you have to think of it as informing people. And how can I help you? How can I, have I help this you? experience. How mm -hmm. can I help you? Right. Right. I, and what I want to do is cut down the learning curve for people because my learning curve is huge. Like I spend, I'm a researcher. I spend so much time diving in, digging deep. When I first started with social media, a I'm trying to think what year it was. I only got on Facebook because mm -hmm. my son was going to study abroad and I wanted to keep tabs on what he was right. doing. And then I saw people using it for business and that intrigued me. And then I just dived into all this research and I really grew to love it. I mean, well, kind of see, you found your, your niche. I can, you know, I'm finding, oh, okay, there's certain, there's a message I have. It's not yours because I'm yeah, still like, different. oh, I'm drowning in the sea of social media. But, but I'm if getting... I have someone who wants to talk to me about the world of voiceover and union work and getting, how do I get work on, you know, in autumn, in, um, mm -hmm. you know, any kind of animation or character work, I'm going to send them to you. All right. I can't speak to that. I have zero experience. I am the narr the basic narrator voice. You know. There's that, and that's a beautiful narrator, thing. And blah, you've blah, been blah. in your you've been doing that for 30 years, so that works. I have. I so, have. Wow, that's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have that consistency. I think, you know, we all have something to offer. And I mm -hmm. think that's important just to get our, you know, dust our shoulders off, make sure there's no chips sitting there. And, uh, and that's a good know, word right open, there. Open our hearts to, um, you know, and being honest. If you don't know something, don't, you know, it's okay. Refer yeah, them make to it, someone else. There's so much. What I tell people these days, and, and then I got to go, is that, there's, we're so blessed because, you know, the blessing and the curse of, of the internet is there's so much information out there. You can learn. It takes time, but it, it doesn't necessarily cost you anything. Mm -hmm. And learn and go, you know, ask people, compare notes, you know, find out what's working and, and see, you know, how you can apply that to your own business. Without feeling overwhelmed, you know, it's how to eat an elephant, you know, one yeah. bite at a time. So don't get, don't freak out. You, and you don't, and what's so awesome, I mean, there are people making a ton of money 
with very low technology, you know, technology effort. It's just figuring out, you know, if, if they're confident, like you said, they can uh, get the word out somehow that what they have. I mean, shoot, I just heard a lady on some on the radio being interviewed grew a multi-million dollar business because she put the recipe for slime on YouTube. Like all the moms knew it, but she's the one that did it. Yeah. Right, and put it out there. And now she's marketing slime. Right? Yeah. We all made it, but nobody said, hey, and because she shared it. Yeah. So I think that's a real lesson, right? Teach what you know, share your information, and people will come to you and they will then pay you for it. And that's oh, the beginnings yeah. of an online business right there. Exactly. In a nutshell. So, you know, you, you, I can either brand yourself as the person who uh, can find out or the person who knows or the person who will help you find out. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Right. Oh, thanks, Katie. I know your time is limited today. But I know because I'm going to get my nails done because <laughs> the voice over your nails hey, is so very important. This is important. I this know. is important. <laughs> so I hope that you'll What's join me again. Is taking care of yourself. So yes. It makes me feel good. So everybody do something nice for yourself this week. That's right. And we're going to end on that. And I hope you'll come back again because I think you have so much wisdom and experience to share with people. I will Thank put you. all of your information in the show notes so people can look at your website and, and see your story, hear your demos, and hire you. Awesome. And right? we'll have Chris come back on the show and we will have Oh, that will be fun. fun. That right. would be that will be a two parter for sure. All right. Have a great Thank day. Thank you, ma'am. Have a great Thanks day. Thanks for joining me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Didn't I tell you you'd love this episode? Katie is really someone special, and I'm so honored to be able to call her my friend. So now listen, if you are interested in anything she talked about, I've made some notes, I've put them in the show notes, her website, different links to various things. If you want to contact her about coaching, I will put all that in there, and you can get that by going to TammyRomani.com slash VYB007. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this. I will see you next time.